Hi, I'm Adewale Adejumo. I build businesses and I also teach people how to take control of their lives. You are listening to the Epilogue Buddha podcast where I'll be bringing you some of the best personal growth mentors and entrepreneurs on the planet. And they will be sharing the best ideas on personal growth for mind, body, spirit, and work. A word from our sponsor. This episode is sponsored by Dropstore.co.za. If you want to start an online e-commerce business, Dropstore helps you create an online website and helps you find products from suppliers to sell on your online store, add them to your online store, and ship them directly to your customers easily. You will never have to pay upfront for an inventory, which keeps your risks very low. Visit Dropstore.co.za to find products or to distribute your products to the thousands of resellers on the platform. Use Dropstore to start and grow your online business today. Hello everyone, welcome to the Apple Builder Podcast. My name is Adewade Dejuma. Today I have a very special guest. She is, was a Miss South Africa princess in 2015. And she's also the author of the book, My Hall of Mentors. And she's the founder of Mentor, a global mentorship network supporting female entrepreneurs, female social entrepreneurs. And she serves as a non-executive director for Pamanda Properties and Ikasi Entrepreneurs, and as a mentor for Pagama Women's Academy, Business and Arts South Africa and Sid Academy. She's a lot of things. <laughs> Guys, I'd like to welcome Untiki Mkize to the Apple Apple Podcast. Welcome, Untiki. Hi, Adewale, and to all the guests that will be watching this, thanks so much for having me on your podcast. It's a pleasure. Thanks for agreeing to come on to the to come on to the Apple Podcast. So my pleasure. Today we're gonna to be talking about mentors, about the power of mentors. Because you are someone that has accomplished quite a lot in your young life. I mean, it's not a secret that you are 30 years old because you posted that all over social media. <laughs> yes, my and... social media community knows. <laughs> exactly. And before the year of 30, you've published a book, you were, you've done Miss Africa, you've started um, businesses, you know, magazines. Um, and for someone to have, to have achieved so much, I first had to just study you and be like, okay, what, you know, what, what is it with this lady? How has she done so much? And then it clicked because, you know, you did write a book called My World of Mentors, that the reason why you were able to accelerate your career was because you had mentors okay and that's what we're going to be talking about today and the first question i've got for you is how did you meet your mentors <laughs> so all my mentors are a different story right and i write in my book my whole of mentors about how i met each of my mentors so it's not just the lesson that i learned but how I met each mentor. And that was very important to me because I wrote the book. I started writing the book the year that I was Miss South Africa's second princess. Um, and I think a lot of people assume that because of my title being um, affiliated to Miss South Africa, that's how I met my mentors. And I think of all my mentors, only two of them came through Miss South Africa. The rest of my mentors were people I knew outside of. So um, one of my university lecturers is one of my mentors. And there's a lady who, like one of the first nonprofits I volunteered for, she became one of my mentors. 
Uh, my parents are listed in there as well as my grandmother as mentors. Um, the first formal corporate job I ever had, the longest one I ever had, and I think the only one I've ever had. Um, the CEO of that company is one of my mentors. Um, and the first social enterprise that I worked for, like when I was in a social, when I decided to go, this is a space I want to be in and I want to be around impact and creating impactful businesses. The first social enterprise that I worked for, the CEO and founder of that company was also one of my mentors. So I think everywhere in your life, there's different circles that you're in, the different projects that you work on, um, the people in your community, um, the places where you fellowship, the places where you volunteer, the places where you just do life. There's people in each of those circles that present opportunities for learning, whether it is just observing them from a distance or being in a one-on-one -on -one, um, official mentorship kind of relationship. You know, how did you, like, how did you officialize your relationship as a mentor? Because I'm asking this because I often get inboxes where people just inbox me and tell me my name is John Wayne, for example, and I'm doing this and I would like, and I really find the stuff that you're doing quite inspiring and I would like you to be my mentor. And that, that gives me a little bit of anxiety sometimes <laughs> when I get that because I'm doing a lot already. And to take yeah. on someone as a mentee, that's not something that I am really looking to do. And I figured that if I'm feeling that way, quite a few other people are feeling that way. How do you go yeah. about like, about asking someone to be your mentor? Cool. So when I think about mentorship, um, there's different ways that for me that mentorship can happen, right? So I've had mentorship engagements or experiences that have been with really incredible people, executives, CEOs, whatever, who just was like a coffee or it was like lunch for three hours. And it was just a three hour download, everything I needed to know, start and end of conversation, done, right? And those are forms of mentorship that exist then there's people that you are observing from a distance you know so if you're working in a particular workplace um especially if you have access to the person running the business the people who are within the core leadership team or whatever it is and you're able to just watch those people and observe them do what they do that's a form of mentorship obviously with the opportunity to ask them questions and get feedback on certain things um, to clarify then there's the formal engagement of like hey Adewale, could you please be my mentor and i have a combination of those right and for the ones who i've gone to and said hey could you formally be my mentor um i sent an email and there's one or two that i asked in person like very shyly at an event i was like hi i might never see you again and so i'm just going to take this opportunity this is who i am this is what i do this is where i want to go i think you can help me could you be my mentor and i was very surprised they were like yeah sure here's my business card send an email to my pa and we'll figure something out right um and i think the asking requires clarity right and so and, and I, I think i write about this in the book as well that if you are looking for a mentor you need to be clear about your ask and why you're asking that particular person so do your desktop research you know if you are not sure where to start search linkedin search across your industry you know who are the top people doing whatever and there's articles on that you know people making moves people to watch impactful people people growing search those phrases and the people will pop up and then you know find them on instagram find out about their profile and then make a list so like three things that you admire about that person that you think are helpful for you on your journey. And then you link that to your journey. So you can say, hey, Adewale, I know you run this podcast. I know you wrote a book um, and I know you're doing X and I think those things are great. And I'm also trying to like publish my first book and to build a podcast based on my book. And so I think you could help me in getting there. So if you create that link in your email, it helps people kind of go like, okay, you've done your research. 
you're clear about what you need and you've created a starting place. And then I'll definitely say when you send your email, don't say, will you be my mentor? Because that's a yes or no question. And if it's a no, then end of conversation. Um, so say something like, I, like make it an open-ended phrase, right? So it's like, I'd, I'd really appreciate it if you had the time to be my mentor. But if you think somebody else could be more applicable, please recommend me or refer me to that person. Or um, I'd like to explore you being my mentor. Do you have time so I could like pick your brain on these three questions and then we can see if you can become my mentor. Do you know what I mean? So you're opening a conversation that allows for engagement. And if the person is keen, then you can always go into a mentorship relationship. Um, and if not, you at least have a 30 minute conversation over Zoom or whatever it is. But the point is you don't get just a no, you know? That's actually really good advice. And I think, I think that also helps someone like myself as well. When someone asks, can you be my mentor to maybe think about some, uh, think about possible mentors. And that brings yeah. me to my next question, right? Because you've got the Mentor magazine. I mean, the name is in, I mean, the, what the magazine does is probably in the name, meant yeah. her. Okay. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I think I need to get a recording of saying that so I can just like put that on our social media. Like guys, this is the pronunciation and this is the energy that goes with it. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I would first like to know how your readers, people who read this magazine, because I have told some people in the past week that. I'm going to be talking to Ntiki um, Mkize, and she wrote a book on all of mentors. She knows all about mentorship, and that's what her purpose and stuff is about. And she has this magazine called Mentor, and I recommend that someone actually go and check it out. But I'd like to know what, you know, how are readers going to benefit from actually reading this magazine, and, and what is the purpose of the Mentor magazine for people? Cool. So Mentor Magazine was actually started as an extension of our business. So our business itself is focused on supporting female social entrepreneurs through mentorship. Um, and because social entrepreneurship, especially in South Africa, is something that a lot of people don't know about. Um, and a lot of people, even though they do do impact work, they don't necessarily self-identify as social entrepreneurs. So a lot of the groundwork we had to do before we could actually provide the mentorship support was educate people around social entrepreneurship so we wanted to have a tool that does that which is the magazine so in addition to just educating people about what social entrepreneurship is and bringing awareness to social entrepreneurship and sharing inspiring stories of people who are running really good impact business businesses is then to say you know our readers who are social entrepreneurs as well and by social entrepreneur i mean you run a business a for profit for profit um, whose intention has some kind of good in it, or you run a nonprofit that does good, or you're registered as a hybrid um, social enterprise, but your business inevitably is trying to do good, even as a cooperative, you know, and then also people who are working in corporate, but would like to find ways that they could add more value to society and to communities. That is our base of readers. Um, and we're just thinking about those readers and going, what kind of support do you need? Like when you are in the middle of nowhere, by yourself on this island of social entrepreneurship trying to make a difference and nobody else gets what you're doing i mean it's bad enough that people look at entrepreneurs and go hmm why would you do that and now here you are as an entrepreneur trying to have social impact and people are like really no why would you do that right um it's like how can we support those kinds of people and so we wanted to create a tool that inspires that creates connection but also empowers through the content that we share and so we hope that our readers 
as entrepreneurs, as aspiring entrepreneurs, will engage with the Mentor Magazine and walk away inspired from the stories that they read by other people, um, but also informed from a perspective of across all our columns. You know, we have a column on leadership, we've got a column on finance, on business, um, on personal wellness and resilience. Those are all pockets that say, as an entrepreneur, you're multifaceted and there's lots of different areas around yourself and your business. And we didn't want to just talk to you as a business and say, okay, think about this for your business, but also you as a person um, being mindful of the resources and how you need to take care of yourself in order to show up as your best self so your business can win. So let me understand this. Is it to, is the target audience more the people who are, who are in position to be able to actually give and for them to understand how it is that they are able to actually give, you know, because fulfillment does come from giving, not from getting. So is magazine target more, targeted more towards entrepreneurs that looking to actually maybe mentor people or, and, um, and, and, and contribute to others? Or is it more for mentees looking for mentors? So it's mostly for mentees. So if you're an entrepreneur and you are starting your business or you're in the early stages of development and growth within your business, the magazine is for you. Um, and it is, you know, bringing together a group of expertise who contribute to the different columns. And even if you can't sit down with them one on one, um, you will hopefully read the column and walk away with the support and advice and guidance that you need on the stage of business that you're at or where you are as an individual. Oh, OK. Is this just for females or can also men team also can? <laughs> <laughs> men team, right? So we definitely um, we, we did the thing that we get advised to do to niche your business and to focus. So our business niche and focus is female social entrepreneurs, but the content covers everything. I mean, it crosses over, right? So there's nothing to say that a man can't read our magazine and walk away with something valuable. They definitely, they definitely can, you know, so from a, I'll take our, our um, wealth column, for example, financial tips are financial tips, whether you are a guy or a lady or gender neutral, financial tips are financial tips. Um, so while we focus on on women and kind of, and that's, I mean, for us, that's an important angle, right? Because the voice we then use is to say, when we put together content, we will think about the unique set of circumstances a woman might find herself in, you know? So if we're giving business advice, it's not just general, but it's also considering if you are a single mom or if you're a woman setting up a business, what are the things that you normally don't hear in other business settings that are really a big part of your journey that should be should be spoken about? Um, and then hopefully men can read and walk away with a sense of sensitivity and understanding as well. I love that. I love that. <laughs> where do you think you, where do you think you would be right now if you didn't have mentors? Sure. I mean, probably on the journey, um, maybe a couple of steps behind. Um, I definitely think having mentors has sort of accelerated the path that I'm on, as you said in your introduction. Um, I think I've always been someone who was clear about what I wanted to do and how, what I wanted to do and where I wanted to be. But I haven't always been clear about the how. And so my mentors have helped to clarify the how and to help me kind of like forge that particular path. So I think I'd still be on the same track. I think I might just be maybe three years behind. Well, there are certain things yeah. that you had to change about yourself in order for you to be where you are now, or did you feel like you've just always kept sort of been on this path to be um, like you, you were, you were blessed to have, to, to have your parents and the people and your teachers impact all the knowledge that you needed for you to be who you 
were to become who you are now or did you feel like your mentors yep. actually changed a couple of things about you or inspired some change in you um definitely 100% the blessing aspect of it um and i i think i think my position on this is i don't think your mentors should change you all right i think mentors should challenge you they should bring out the best in you they should um highlight your weaknesses and your flaws so places where you could um blind spots that need your attention right but fundamentally mentors should not change the person that you are um unless of course you are a person that doesn't have good intentions and then you have a mentor who does and then you have a new perspective <laughs> on life then i think that's that's helpful um but i think you know so for me on my journey one of the big things one of the big value assets i've had from my mentors as well is a highlight around eq um and understanding your different personality types you know so i do training and coaching for entrepreneurs as well and i really like using tools like the enneagram and i think it's really important to understand yourself as an individual and understand your personality and your natural wiring and the things that you're naturally good at doing and the things that you naturally suck at doing i um, mean one of my mentors who is a business coach was one of the first people to point this out to me right and he was like you're naturally very creative you're naturally a very good connect all right you don't need to spend time working on the skills of connecting because you naturally know how to do that right so that's where you maximize in your business but as an entrepreneur you're not as good at admin so he was like take some time and create structures to help you get your admin done because that's going to be your downfall until you have somebody else who can help you so i think those kinds of things are helpful that you know mentors should definitely let you know what your blind spots are i mean even if it's a personality blind spot you know so if if the mentor happens to highlight the fact that um you know and i don't know what the english translation for this is like mentally zengani like you you get hurt easily like you're sensitive right and that's important because if you're going into business somebody needs to let you know to not take things personally right and if you are a tempered person and you don't know this about yourself it's important for your mentor to say hey you've got a bit of a temper it's not going to work well for you this is how you can control it i think those kinds of conversations are necessary um, and important if a person knows that this part of your personality or your character might make it difficult for you when engaging with certain people at a certain level but fundamentally it shouldn't be a person changing who you naturally are okay let me just rephrase that question right how did your mentors help you succeed oh so my mentors i would say have helped me succeed mostly in the part of clarity right um i like to think of mentors as people who kind of have a helicopter view and when you are kind of in the thick of the bushes they kind of can kind of look over everything and go okay you need to turn left or you need to turn right or you're at a crossroads these are your options if you do 1 2 3 this could potentially happen or that could potentially happen and i think for me that's very important because when i am in the the thick of something sometimes it's very difficult to see what happens next so for me it's been having the right kind of people who understand the end goal and who understand my meta intention and my heart's intention and my purpose and helping me to then connect the dots and i think that is something that i've needed the most and so that's been most helpful for me i love that clarity clarity that's it i think that's what a lot of people are looking for right now clarity because they're so confused yeah. they're not sure which way to go they read um different books but the books don't often make sense to them because maybe yeah. they're not in the stage where they can actually fully grasp what has been written and that's just one thing that people just just get from mentors clarity i love that yeah and i think so just to add on to i think it's clarity 
creativity but, but also the especially if you're a person who has a lot of ideas or a lot of things you want to do you need someone that can go let go <laughs> those <laughs> those five things they great let go it's not the time to do those right now or it's not going to benefit you to put all your energy towards those particular things you know so i think even in part of clarity is also saying being clear of not just what you're doing but the things that you need to let go of because they're not serving you or they're not things that you could actually execute on right now and that could be because the market isn't ready or because the resources they would require are not things that are currently accessible and therefore you'd waste more time trying to do that now versus pursuing um something more viable something else that's more viable I love that and how are you paying it forward by mentoring others Yes, so I definitely pay it forward by mentoring other people. Um and I think, you know, and I like when you said this earlier on around um people asking you around mentorship and the limitations around time, right? So I think because I've been I've had a, I've had the wonderful opportunity of having a number of different mentors and I think that coupled with what I do as a professional speaker and a facilitator is that I understand that certain lessons don't require like a long period of time to transfer to the next person right like an hour conversation could be very valuable for somebody who does not understand or know what you know right and the beauty of experience is that you're able to take things that you've learned over a period of 10 years and distill them to just what's necessary important and critical and most valuable and share that in 30 minutes with somebody who's in my trick and who's like I don't know I'm trying to figure out what to do next mm. what should I do right so it's very easy for you if you've been through university if a first year comes to you and asks you for advice so you can quickly tell them everything they need to know in 30 minutes and that's the download so um i find that taking the time to think about how you can pay it forward and it's not necessarily to say that you have to take on mentees over a full year or whatever it is um but even if it's just conversations with young people from time to time or even with all the people right so mentorship is not just um vertical but it's horizontal as well just taking that time to pay for it so i've paid it forward through um mentorship programs that i've been invited to be part of and then because of covid and lockdown and everything i haven't been part of any programs in the past almost 2 years because nothing has been running and just before that i'd left to go do my masters so i wasn't um available for for anything and so this year i've launched a tribe of 12 and i've taken on 12 ladies who are part of this mentorship community and we're doing 12 ladies 12 months and getting them from where they are now to where they want to be and so for the next year I'm literally just taking everything that I've learned and helping them apply it to their own context and I'm excited about paying it forward in that way as well. That's yeah man that is really amazing. That's really amazing stuff to yeah 12 months. <laughs> when did you when did you start this? Um I started it is it where are we now July May June so the the anniversary of my book launch was in May so to celebrate the second year anniversary I then decided to celebrate it with taking on 12 ladies to mentor for the next 12 months so it'll be May June till next year May June and book weekend weekend listeners weekend listeners find your book if they want to purchase it So if you are outside of South Africa you can find the book on Amazon um and then if you are in South Africa you can send an email to orders@ntsikimfomok.co.za or actually mfomkisa because that's what it stands for um and then we will get a book courier to you 
Fantastic. And guys, if you guys want to connect with Nsiki a little bit more after this podcast, you can find her on all social media platforms. Her name is Itsiki Mkize. She's on Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, and even on Twitter. And you can also get more information about her on the website, which is ntikimkise.co.za. Am I correct? Um, yes, I think it's ntikim.co.za. Ntikim.co.za. Yeah. Okay. Two final questions, Ntiki. And these are questions that I just started asking okay. two weeks ago. Okay. okay. To my guest, because it is called the Apple Apple Podcast. Okay. Are you happy? <laughs> that's such a good question um yes i am happy but in my response to that question i would like to differentiate between happiness and joy um so i think i'm naturally like a happy bubbly person and i like to think of joy as a constant disposition right so every day there's like joyfulness within self um and i consider happiness to be more like momentary like if i get ice cream right now i'll be happy but before i had the ice cream i was still joyful you know um so i think life for me is like that continuation between joy and then adding happiness in some moments and then but constantly staying in a space of joy and if you have a message for the world what would it be my message for the world um to show up and be deliberate about creating a different world um no one's coming to save us there's no like extraterrestrial mission group that's coming to save planet earth right like it's up to us um and so i think when we look at i mean especially what's happening in south africa at the moment um i think when you look at your world your world being your community your village the country you live in never underestimate the ability and the power that you have to drive positive impact and start doing that today especially for young people we are going to inherit the mess that's currently happening so there's no like oh only when i'm 50 i'll get involved in x like now is the time to get it done so let's get it done i'm adwade the jumo and this is the happy like better podcast i would love to connect with you on facebook twitter and instagram on facebook you can find me at adwale adjumo on instagram at the real wale adjumo and on twitter at wale adjumo If you enjoyed that episode, please subscribe to the Epilogue Builder podcast so that you do not miss new episodes we will release. And I will see you on our next episode.